0: It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 336. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mass.
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
1: And I am Michael Chan. Who just caught it at the nick of time. Yeah. That, that was good timing. Yes, it was. And it just reminds me of how I've come running and cutting it close for my own goddamn self. And it's like, I'm like the producer, director here. So I was like, I'm cutting it close. Load up the playlist. Playlist isn't ready. Fuck. Quickly Mm -hmm. throw shit together, you know?
2: (laughs) We've all had our close calls on this show.
1: Yes, yes, we have. I mean, fucking A, man. Fucking A. Alright, we are live here. Week of November 14th, 2017. Jesus, fuck, where does the time go? Yeah, I was just wondering the same thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Right here on the VOG Network, we're here live Thursdays at 9:30 p.m. Eastern, but replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. Chat room is Vogue, VOG. You can also head on over to animejamsession.com/vognetwork, and there's some information about the VOG Network there and an IRC link. If you have Chatzilla, click on it; it'll bring you right in. Like I said, you can also do live.vognetwork.com, and we're also on Discord, so if you head on over to um, vognetwork.com slash Discord, there is a link there, too. Also, on animajamstation.com slash vognetwork, there is a Discord link, I believe I threw in there, so either or, you come on into the chat, and we'll be just fine, we're hanging out and having a grand old time. Oh, man. Uh, let's see here, uh, let's see. Just bear with me, because even I'm throwing shit together at the last minute, because I had gone out last night with some co-workers, so, yeah. Alright, so, let's see what's going on in the chat room. Oh, no, everybody's just chilling out, we're having a good time, alright. So, I believe check-ins are live, so check into the show and earn your VOG points. If you're listening on the podcast feed, somewhere in this episode is a passphrase. When you hear that passphrase, head on over to vognetwork.com. And put in that passphrase and earn some VOD points. Simple as that. Easy, simple, done. So we're going to go around the room with, um, how was your week? How was your day? Are you?" Uh,
2: well, it's Tuesday, so I got paid today. ka And, you know, ma- made all the usual payments, got caught up on all my bills and all, so there was that. That was nice. Um, you know, work's been, you okay. know, <clears throat> It's, start, it's starting to pick up, as in, you know, the, we're getting close to the holidays, so there'll be more, you know, overtime offerings coming, most likely. And, uh, you, know, you know, I got paid for a holiday pay last Tuesday, which is Election Day, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, a 7th. So, that's fun. And, you know, I, I really didn't want to because, you know, it's only November, but I'm still, you know, going over in my head, you know... To, what I want to get for who for Christmas.
1: Yeah, I've already started the shopping.
2: <clears throat> you know, like, you know, like, what, what am I going to get for you guys, you know, and vice versa, and that sort of thing. Gotcha. Maybe I'll cook some more stuff, or bake some more stuff, we'll see. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, I hadn't really splurged on myself lately, I had. I got on my PS4 and I bought what I thought was this Bioshock Infinite, you know, remaster for PS4. It's, yeah. uh, you know BioShock 1 and 2 and Infinite. Oh, okay. You know, it's an... <clears throat> it's uh you know, you know, remaster PS4 all, all looks really smooth and shiny and nice and all. Mm. <clears throat> Love the game.
1: And well, I I enjoyed BioShock. I just can't get pe- I just can't beat one like like the big daddy or whatever. I have it for Xbox 360. Maybe
2: I'll get around to figuring
1: it out, or whatever you know. Infinite's playing. good. I played a little also, bit of that
2: for PS3. I've also been plugging away at uh, Nano Rhino. Well,
1: what's your what's your word count?
2: Um, let's see where is it. Well, I haven't gotten started today because I've been busy, but it's about twenty three thousand. I'm st- I'm still you know on par. It says at this rate I'll finish. And you know, ping-pong's back and forth between December first and November thirtieth, hmm. which sucks because you know last year I was get, I was getting ahead of myself so well I had finished like I hit the mark like five days ahead of schedule.
1: Okay. Yeah,
2: but that's all I can do is just keep plugging away at it, you know. Good,
1: good, good, good,
2: good. So that's how things been going for me.
1: Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day?
3: Uh, pretty good.
1: Um, Week was kind of meh. Isn't it always? Um,
3: I, I enjoyed my weekend, though, because I did absolutely nothing. I didn't even leave the house, so it was just a nice
1: time to relax. So you were like hedonism bot?
3: Uh, I wouldn't go that far, Um, but I, I definitely was a shut-in this weekend, and it was... Very needed. And then today, the reason why I was almost late was I went and saw the Pokemon movie. Oh boy. It was adorable. I loved it.
2: Um. How, how did you react to the, uh. Big. You know, the one scene that everyone on the internet's talking about?
3: Um. Considering I understand why you saw the scene the way you saw the scene, I had no issue with it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, uh, I will discuss it personally later um, if you'd like to, but to not give spoilers because it will be released on TV next week, um, and then it oh, will be shit. on-
2: Shit, WWE movies don't have that bad a turnover rate. <laughs> no, this was a well, special
1: presentation in the theaters.
3: Yeah, it's been out in Japan for a lot longer than it's been here. But they're because the showings, like, they were only supposed to get the two showings that were the beginning of this month. And it was so popular that they brought, you know, they did two more showings. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be on uh, Disney XD or something like that yeah, next week for Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, so, I mean,. It's still still technically spoilerish, so I don't want to say anything. Uh, but there is a scene at that point where you go, what the fuck? But yeah, as you... did
2: everyone in the theater from yeah. the, uh, from the but, phone camp um, showed me.
3: <laughs> as I was told by somebody this afternoon, um, it's a kid's show, and kids would be really excited about it. And if you're an adult and you don't like it... Uh, Basically, it's not for you anyway. That that's, that's basically the gist. And I completely understand that. There are enough reboots that are out now that, you know, are not for me. And I get it. And it's the whole nostalgia. And the whole thing is, it's still not for me. It's supposed to be for little kids. So, you know, I, I was in a theater filled with little kids and they absolutely loved the movie. They were so excited, and I'm like, that's who this movie is for. So, I had no issue with it, but, you know, actually watching the movie and seeing what else happened, I understood why it happened, and why they did it, because it's it kind of fit. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I'll just say this, he's basically given hallucinations and daydreams and visions almost the entire movie and that's basically the way they played that out so if you realize that they like that he was having visions and hallucinations and you know all of that through the movie like the whole music changed the whole vibe of the movie changed just during those two or three lines so you knew he was actually having a vision and that it wasn't really happening kind of thing
2: I got a feeling this is going to lead it is going to uh, lead to a new you know bad fan theory that Ash has been you know in a mental institution the entire time
1: what well, that makes I absolutely would, I I no wouldn't sense go that though.
3: far it was it it's due to a pokemon so I wouldn't go that far
2: but don't mean, worry so- someone else in the fandom will yeah but you got oh. re- to re- remember the movies
1: are non canon so you know, whoever comes with that theory, you're like, yeah, you're way off base with that. You know, <laughs> God, the hell! I swear, it's like the hell's wrong with your the fandom now. And then you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Grabs alcohol and drinks.
2: Just like with customer service, the bar for behavior gets lower and lower and lower. But
3: yes. yeah, I I thought it was adorable. I laughed. I cried. Uh, they replayed a lot of the scenes from the first series. So you got to go through the whole, you know, Caterpie, you know, into Butterfree leaving very, very quickly. And that was emotional. And then you got to go through the entire Charmander thing again. So, I mean, it it was... definitely was a a really good movie. I liked it. And then comparing how old we were seeing as how I sat in the movie theater to see the very first Pokemon movie. 20 <laughs> some odd fucking years ago.
2: We had a uh, we had a gimmick to uh, cable box so we got all the pay-per-view movies for free.
1: Oh, I know so I, the hot box. I, I the saw free, like yep. all
2: of them mo- like for like free
1: see i remember um going down to chinatown and getting a fancy of a pokemon the first movie and i watched it and lo and behold i guess a year later found myself in the theaters watching it again it's just it just that that bit of nostalgia you know
3: yeah, it, it's it's definitely something that sticks with you, whether or not you're an uber fan or just a casual fan.
1: Uh-huh. It's
3: definitely something that sticks with you. Yep. But yeah, I enjoyed it immensely, and I think I love Marshadow now. Marshadow is adorable.
1: Okay, I'll take your word on that one.
3: A lovable pain in the ass.
1: Like me. <laughs> yes, but we knew this. Yes. All right. Well, my weekend day has been interesting, to say the least. Um, Let me see. For some reason, the recording settings is... Why does it always do that?
2: Okay.
1: There we go. Much better. I'm going to have to go in and post-process and do a minor bit of editing thank you very much adobe or whatever caused the um the mixer to not record at the direct at the record whatever whatever caused the mixer to not record at the proper volume okay so my weekend day has been interesting uh most certainly uh the weekend because on uh, saturday i hopped on the train went up to Stanford to RuffleCon. No, I didn't go to attend, but I am making plans to attend next year. I hung out.
3: I kind of want to go.
1: Oh yeah, you, you. I think after I sent you that one picture, of that one Lolita. I think that convinced you to go.
3: Yeah, I kind of want to go.
1: hmm So I was up there with Ichigogami, Gami, uh, another friend of mine, uh, Fairy Hawk, and another friend of mine, Tenjo. She didn't join us for dinner, but the rest of us, we went out and had all-you-can-eat sushi, hung out, and just had a good time. It was just very calm. It's sort of like, you know how if you go to a Comic-Con at the end of the night, you go back to the room, and you need to chill out and relax? It's kind of like that, but there's still more amazing things to do, so... I definitely want to go back, since... Um, this there are restaurants right there, and there is a Walgreens right up the street, but I'm hearing that they're switching to another hotel, so we will see. Uh, let's see. I am slowly getting my shit together for Anime NYC, and I totally forgot to order business cards, so I'm going to have to go to shuffle up the staples and deal with their idiocy and get a box sent up. Um, my shipment from Amazon for part of my costume, which is Jota, my cosplay, which is Jotaro Cujo from. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable. That was delayed, so it's supposed to arrive tomorrow. And my friend, Anime Angel Blue, who is making my cosplay, uh, I should have that by Thursday, give or take. And I also got in the mail today, um, if you remember a few episodes back, we talked about the run, have 30th anniversary, and like the cool postal swag. Mm -hmm. I'm holding it in my hand. Nice, awesome. It's, it's still sealed. I just have yet to um open it. I actually thought about doing a Facebook Live opening, but I think I'll just take pictures and post them on my Facebook. And um,
2: do what like doing unboxing for the uh, YouTube channel. Eh,
1: I don't know. We'll see. But um, yeah, and like I said, I was getting everything together today and getting home because. Uh, co-workers went out and had a good time. It was some type of, I guess it was a birthday, or whatever. So I was like, you know what? It was one of those eh days. So I went along. I didn't drink as much, but I did party and hang out, and did not get home till about three a.m. So I was like, fuck. And it didn't help the fact that I fell asleep and missed my bus, my train stop. So I had to walk like ten, like ten extra minutes. So it's not ouch. so bad. Ouch. No, the ouch part was today because. When you get out of work and you're on the subway or mass transit, you tend to fall asleep and you will wake up 99% of the time at your stop or the stop prior. When I had closed my eyes, it was still a little crowded. When I woke up and looked over about 6 to 10 feet away, somebody projectile vomited all over the fucking place. And I'm like, how the fuck did I miss this? I guess I really was in a deep sleep, but I'm just like, I am so glad I was not, I'm not sitting over there, so. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised. I, I want to you up. Well, I think because of the heat and the air conditioning and the distance, it wasn't so bad. It was very, very faint. Thankfully, mm-hmm. I only had to go one stop. So, I did my due diligence. and tweeted to the New York City Subways that about the, that particular train car needed to be uh, hosed down.
3: Ew. Just go.
1: Mhm. All right. Um. Yeah. All of that. Don't mind me. I'm actually speaking of anime NYC. I'm actually brokering a deal right now. One of my friends is trying to get rid of badges, so I'm like, I know somebody. That deal failed. Contact somebody else. I want badges, so I'm brokering yet another deal. I'm just a middleman. I don't ask for much or anything. Oh, and one more thing—I forgot to mention on my weekend day. I hung out with my friend Julia, who kind of fucked with my, who kind of blew my mind per, a little bit because she told me that that's not her real name. She, she has, she's one of those that has like an alternate profile, which I get, you know. And I'm just like, your name is so typical; I never would have guessed because you know there are some people whose alternate Facebook profile names—it's like, it's so fucking obvious. If we know it's not you, you know. Mm-hmm um yeah it, 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 it's along those lines so you know we hung out and we did a couple of photo shoots uh holo from spice and wolf and sakura from street fighter alpha then we went to applebee's and that's what i found out they're putting in a carl's jr right down the street Bless, yeah. blessed days, blessed so yeah that's pretty much my week and day so we're gonna go ahead and take our first break and when we get back we got some cool articles and i came across an interesting, strange news for Japan article. I think I'm gonna leave Mako to that one. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, is right because if anything happens, see, we 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 know who the sus- the one particular suspect is. Uh oh. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah, I don't like the sound of this.
1: You you one shouldn't, one should not. So um, we'll be back. Get the Jesus Christ! I think that has to be the, one of the most liveliest opening anime things I have ever heard in my life. Yeah. And if anybody was wondering, that was uh, Dream Solister opening from Sound Euphonium. If you like, if you're a band geek, then Sound Euphonium is right up your alley. So, which reminds me, I actually have to finish that one. I know it came out way, way back, but I. I got easily sidetracked, so yeah, it happens. Okay. Well, let's talk about what's going on with tonight's uh, news, so Mako-chan, can you tell us why the free fan fangirls are losing their proverbial shit?
3: Uh, do they need a reason?
1: Sometimes they do.
3: So, yeah. So, uh, Iwami Totori Uh, and eastern areas of the city serve as the setting for the free television, anime, and films. The region is a complete tourist attraction now because of the fans and the film. Mm -hmm. Um, They like to go on anime pilgrimages. And quite a few people actually do this. I would love to actually take a tour of the entirety of Japan, just going to various places that uh, are in anime but anyway um since the 1920s there is a set of castle ruins in the city that uh have cherry trees growing Mm -hmm. it's a very um uh i should say important place and scene well not seen but important background area for this uh setting um the location was chosen as one of the top 100 areas for cherry blossom trees in japan in the 1990s and there are current current total of 240 uh, sorry 240 cherry blossom trees that come into full bloom in the area um unfortunately there's a lot of uh, issues Uh, some of the trees have become too overgrown Uh, at least the roots have, and they've started to damage walls from the castle itself. Mm -hmm. And also some of the trees have succumbed to illness and old age. So the city wants to basically revamp the area, uh, clean out the older trees, cut down the roots in some of it. Um, So what they want to do is they want to basically cut down the five withered trees and plant 70 new trees... Uh, to give a total of 305 trees in the area. Unfortunately now, free fans are attempting to stop this.
2: Oh boy.
3: Um, It's been retweeted. Uh, There's a little campaign thing that was tweeted. It's been retweeted nearly 300 times. Um, Basically trying to get them to uh, disapprove of the revamp due to the setting as a, you know, the, the area status as a setting of free. Um, the film which premiered on July 1st, the characters are actually talking underneath one of the 180 year old pine trees in a certain area of the castle ruins. Since the film's debut, the city has received uh, basically a crap ton of notices from cosplayers wanting to take photographs in the area, uh, especially in the castle ruins. So now, to basically appease those uh, free fans, officials are attempting to keep the aesthetic and look that the scenes of the anime and movies have given, but also be able to preserve the actual fucking castle so it doesn't fall down around them.
1: Jesus Christ,
2: fucking fanboys. I, I,
1: you think I don't, I, I don't, you think American fangirls are, <laughs> are something shit.
3: Yeah, I mean, you're talking about uh, castle ruins, so the area is crumbling, that means it's going to be dangerous because the trees, the, the roots are overgrowing. And the fans don't give a shit because it will change the look and they can't take pictures anymore. It won't match up.
2: For fuck's sake, where are your priorities, people? Yeah.
1: these are anime nerds ask yourself again about the um about priorities
3: yeah it it's just it's absolutely bonkers absolutely bonkers <sighs>
1: Can we just burn it all down and start all over? I
2: wish. That'd be fun.
1: I know. Burn it all down and be like, now will you listen to us?
2: Jesus.
1: All right, so m- moving right along. Ah. Uh, one of my favorite songs, and yes, we are getting ready to talk Love Live. And what's going and what's going on with Love Live is looks like we got ourselves a battle royale. It's the fifth anniversary general election. All the schoolgirls you can shake a stick at will be pitted against each other for a chance to be the Love Live uh, school idol festival campaign girl. An election to pick the best idol from Muse and Awkward, and it recently introduced um, the Idol Appreciation Club from Nijigaski Academy. And this is all for the upcoming game, uh, Love Live School Idol uh, Perfect Dream Project, which I'm kind of looking forward to because I can actually start from scratch without having to fuck up, per se. One girl from each group will be picked to represent the 5th anniversary campaign and featured on merchandise sold at the, at the Love Live Festival Thanksgiving event. Polls open on the game's official website November 16th. Recent campaign winners was Riko from Love Live Sunshine, Yoshiko, who is best girl from S- Sunshine, and Hanamaru. Riko was representing for 7-Eleven, Yoshiko is representing Numazu's Gamers Store, and Hanamaru was representing uh, Sega. The game recently held a contest to pick the logo for Nijigasuke's Academy's Idol Appreciation Club School. Over 5,000 designs were submitted, and the staff narrowed it down to five possible choices, and those designs are up for vote until November 21st. The, Academ- the, the Nijigasaki Academy characters are part of an ongoing monthly rankings The winners for this month will get a special Valentine voice drama that will go up on YouTube. That sounds pretty cool. K-Lab Games and Bushiro announced during Tokyo Game Show back in September that its Love Live uh, smartphone game will get a new title called Love Live School Idol Festival All-Stars, which was, I believe, they were originally calling Perfect Dream Project or something like that. The new version will include members of the new academy now introduced introduce you as part of the game's Perfect Dream Project. There you go. And here is your cast. You have Aguri Onishi as Ayumu Urihara, Mayu Sagara as Kasumi Nakasu, Kayori Maeda as Shizuka Osaka, Miyu Kubota as Karin Asaka, Matsumi Murakami as Ai Miyashita, Akari Kita as Kanata Kanoe, Tomori Kus- Kusunoki as Setsuna Yuki, Maria Sashire as Emma Verde, and Chiemi Tanaka as Rina Tanoji. The new game will offer a completely original Fully voiced new story will bring the members of both Muse and Aquawars together. The story will include uh, stories that involve both each school, as well as personal stories that deepens the bonds between the characters, as well as a larger story that crosses the boundary between all three schools. The game will also bring a new nine-member formation dance, and will have new gameplay systems for the concerts, other than the rhythm game that's been present in the game so far. The new game will allow players to customize the activities of the characters and personalize the skills through a skill tree Ooh, we're getting a little jrpg ish here bushy Road and k-lab released love live school idol festival rhythm action and adventure game in english back in may of 2014 on mobile devices the game added love life sunshine back in september of 2016. the game also received an arcade version called Love Live School Idol Festival after school activity at launched in Japan in December, which was put out by Square Enix. I'm like, holy fuck, I have got to get my hands on that. And by get my hands, I mean I gotta play it. So I think this is gonna be kinda cool. So, Marco Tran, you gonna give this game you gonna give this a dry run?
3: Um I, I- I think if the new version of the game doesn't rely heavily on the rhythm aspect, I will probably play it. Um, I, I enjoy the hell out of rhythm games, but I suck at them. <laughs> mm. But I also hope that it's not a match-three-and-clear-the-line kind of game, because I suck at those two.
1: You can't have it both ways, Mako!
3: There are other types of games!
1: Like what?
3: Um, you know, building and creating and th- those kind of games.
2: This is not- Even a dating sim would be preferable? <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, not even a dating sim like matching.
2: This is you know. This is not I, I enjoy
3: yet. you know the game of memory. So do something like that that you have to match. Oh, my God, up. concentration. Yeah, do something like that that you have to match those up in a time limit. That I'm fine with. I I do not enjoy the strategy of trying to connect you know longer and longer chains of the same type of you know, color circle or gem or something like that to try and clear the board or get a crap ton of points and beat your friends. Because I get to a point that I just can't think that far ahead, which is why I enjoy the game of chess, but I suck at it. I don't like having to strategize that freaking much. And rhythm games, I absolutely love rhythm games, but I get to a point that I can't actually hit shit the way that I hear it, so it, it gets to be very difficult.
1: I can kind of understand that if you're playing on uh, if you have blue if you're wearing a Bluetooth headset because the timing is definitely off from time to time. So you gotta. How to play a couple of rough drafts before you actually figure out Oh, okay you know
3: yeah i mean there are some of the rhythm games that are out there that i attempt to play it to the actual rhythm and this is just coming out of the speaker on my phone and the rhythm is that off mm. it's just i it's ugh.
1: I guess a classic concentration style could work. I'm, you know, I can see that for, like, trying to raise the skill trees and stuff.
3: Yeah, I mean, just something other than the typical bullshit crap that's but you inundated have... the app stores lately. Yeah,
1: but you also gotta remember, Love Live! is, it, it's, it's idle anime. Rhythm and Dance is gonna come right there, you know. Yeah, yeah, at the
3: same time, though, you know, I I would rather have a game where you have to attempt to, you know, pick the correct moves. You know, that's another memorization one. So you, it's like, okay, this is the move that you need here, and this is the move that you need here. So you're not running up against rhythm, you're just, you know, my mind wanders when I play games. So, you know, games like this, I I can't do.
1: Well... Um, Raginator has a very important question For you in our chat room He wants Mm -hmm. to know is there anything that you don't Suck at
3: (laughs) That's a very Personal question and should not be Asked on the show
1: Raginator I just want you to know If by some Strange folk look You see a Blue Toyota Camry With jersey plates in front of your apartment it's been real. Uh, I'll make sure you're buried with your stereo.
3: I do not own a blue Toyota Camry. Shh. Shh. I'm just saying. You're <laughs> trying to scare him, and I do not own a blue Toyota Camry.
1: And Stark is as rip.
3: <laughs> I won't tell you what I own. <laughs> Where's the fun in that?
1: <laughs> Good gravy.
3: But yeah, I have a crap ton of games on my phone that don't involve rhythm and don't involve the whole gem thing, and I play them all, including the new South Park game, which I'm still trying to get through, and I'm not sure that I actually enjoy it, but that's a card-battling game. I
1: have it downloaded, but I have yet to start it. Same thing with Digimon Links, I'm just like... I'm the... Digimon Digimon
3: links I'm finding extremely boring.
1: One of my friends, she's loving it. She's like maxing out all her Digimon. I'm just like, yeah, you do that. Go right
2: ahead. Honestly, I've narrowed it down to the the occasional chess game or like uh, like you know, a game from like Mahjong. Mm-hmm. Like not Mahjong, uh Tangrams, you know, that uh you know, that that square that that square uh, tile that like breaks up into seven pieces.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I haven't played a game like that
2: in a very long time. That and, uh, primarily WWE Champions.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
2: Although well, if I ever got the tokens, I need to upgrade my roster anymore, because you know, the, the two- and three-star ones are so fucking rare and so fucking difficult to come by.
3: <sighs> like, you know what kind of love live game I want?
2: What? I want
3: a fucking battle royale Love Live game. I want them to beat the crap out of each other, and you know, top girl is top girl.
2: Well, there, explosive it, collars and everything. Um, um,
1: there is something like that. Um, we talked about it on this show some time back. There was like an idle anime deathmatch game or something like that. I think it was on the Vita or something like that.
3: Like, that is what I want. We now have three uh-huh. groups of Love Lab Girls. There we go.
1: Yep, found it. It's Idol Death Game TV. It's an action-adventure video game where the, the, where the, it follows the top, the, starless of the top idol group, Project 47, as they partake in an event title called Dream of Dream to become the central idol group. Those who fail in the competition are killed. That sounds fun.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, wait! If they died, did it get some kind of humorous, uh, lost life sound effect from like one of the old uh, NES g- games?
1: I don't know, but I, I right now. I'm picturing all of Muse and Aquors and some type of, and, and they're in the idol outfits, but is retrofitted with battle gear, and they're all in a, all in a combat arena similar to American Gladiators meets Super Smash TV. <laughs> Now, I'm
3: imagining them I, 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 all in their I, 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 I,
1: kiss outfits. And they're what? Kicking the kiss outfits. Oh, God.
2: And their in heads explode. No, and Their heads no, explode, then no. you hear this sound.
1: No, no. Uh, uh, but this time, like the way I said it, but you got uh, you, you bring back the, you bring, you, you revive Richard Dawson's carcass from the grave, and he's running it like it's the running man. That would be perfect.
2: Snoop Dogg hosts a game show now. Get him to do it.
1: Oh, Bob do, Coffee, do.
3: if you don't know what I'm talking about with kiss outfits, you have not seen all of the episodes.
1: Oh, he has. Oh, 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 Bob. Love life. Season one Halloween episode. No, they're
3: they're no. trying. They're trying to figure out what their aesthetic is going to be. And all of them are fucking in face paint and black outfits dressed like kiss. It's amusing, and that's what I see them. I see them dressed like that for the kill.
1: Okay, and Bob said it. Love Live versus Idol Master, a fighty game. Okay, this gotta happen, but um, the thing is, it's gotta be like Street Fighter Alpha. I mean, as in the graphic style. That, w- that would be perfect.
2: Only if we can get the announcer from Alpha 3 in it.
1: Oh, yeah Be the up, guy!
2: Trial or die!
1: Yes! Yeah. Yes. And, and I guess we can let Capcom do it, have Sakura as a hidden unlock.
2: Of course. <laughs> Sharpen your fangs, it's on the edge.
1: <laughs> I see what you did there, Ari. <laughs> it's terrible.
2: Really, that's that's one of the and uh, that's the announcer chatter from the game. It's awesome.
1: No, I'm talking about the link in our little staff chat. All
2: oh, right, that one. <laughs> All right, we
1: should probably yes. continue on, seeing as how we've
3: yes. only done two of the articles.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, Ari, what's up with um, Attack on Titan?
2: Uh, what indeed? Uh, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> Something. Yeah, I just wrote the link, and the first thing I see is. Is Mikasa, Aaron, Levi, and the fucking Aryan Potato guys. I forget the guy's name. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Even though his Titan transformation was rough, but he's in for a whole new world as a wasp? That's why way it's pronounced here. Tokyo's National Museum of Emerging Science and Innovation is launching a new exhibit based on Hachime Ishiyama's Attack on Titan manga and anime series. The... M- The Move Living Creatures exhibit fly into the world of moving illustrations. Includes five clear illustrations of Aaron, Armin, that's a guy, Mm -hmm. Levi, and Mikasa as their new animal counterparts. Oh, God. Aaron takes the form of a wasp, Levi, a wolverine, Mikasa as an osprey, and Armin, an emperor penguin. All the characters are still wearing their maneuver gear because of fucking course they are, ready to take on threats regardless of how effective their new forms are. Cue the, cue the furry art versions of these guys. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the, image of it, the images are available in clear files and sets of five for 2100 yen and change, about 19 bucks. The exhibit itself is based off current Kodin, conscious DVD b- book series Move that covers the science topics from animals to digestion. Visitors will get to dress up like penguins and slide on their bellies, walk on water like a basilisk, put on the two-scale butterfly wings, and huddle under the armor of an arthropod. The exhibit opens on November 29th and runs until April 8th. Am I the only one that's
1: thinking of Jeff Goldblum in the fly? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm
2: wondering... Like, but Part of me is wondering what kind of conversation led up to... Hey up to Levi putting on a Wolverine fursuit. Especially with his seemingly unchanging, you know, st- your typical stoic badass facial expression.
1: Simple. His blades are made of adamantium.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That explains
3: a lot, actually. <laughs> it
1: does.
0: Or I mean, vibranium. Mikasa
2: just looks like she just put on some, you know, wings for like a cosplay that she got halfway through finishing and just said, nah, fuck it.
1: Armin reminds me of Mr. Potato Head. I'm sorry, but he just does.
2: Armin is a little too thrilled to be in a penguin fursuit. Oh. Mm. I'm not saying anything, but
3: he's just happy to fucking be alive. There you go.
2: Or be involved in anything, I guess.
1: Ah, uh, probably so.
2: Shall we move on then?
1: Yeah, yeah. Tell us about um this cleanup project.
2: Yep, yeah, cosplayers are cleaning up Ikebukuro during Anime Girls Fest animate girls fest forgot about that while halloween partiers were trashing shibuya cosplayers at the animate girls festival signed up to beautify Ikebukuro. on november 4th cosplayers walked through the the area streets for the third cleanup event the group included rainbow rocket team members from the new ultra sun and ultra moon jack skellington love live idols and more marching in organized rows and picking up garbage in the shopping district participants were awarded for their efforts of 500 yen animate and ACOS gift certificates. So, less than five bucks. That is something. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's always great to see a counterpoint to negative news. The Environmental Protection Division's Shibuya branch is attempting to overcome Shibuya's Halloween garbage profit. The year, he and volunteers organized temporary changing facilities, more bathrooms, and garbage disposal areas to try and combat the overwhelming litter. Despite efforts, pictures circulate on social media and an astounding amount of trash left in the streets to be cleaned up the next day. We're getting into this is why we can't have nice things territory. Mm-hmm.
1: And if you click on the original link from animatetimes.com, there are some more pictures of, of the cosplayers marching around, holding up signs and cleanup efforts. I think that's really awesome. I I, I think this should be a, a trend here in the U.S. I, I really think so. But then again, what do I do?
3: Yeah, what do you know? People trying to clean up. Who the hell does that?
1: I know the audacity of these cosplayers. I swear to Christ. <sighs> yeah. So, anywho, now let's talk more idol.
2: Because we haven't gotten enough of that today.
1: Idol, idol, idol. Something well, you on... want to play. <laughs> 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 I was TRYING to come up with something to go along with that, but I just couldn't find anything. <laughs> sorry the be
2: in to which she, sh- she said that, that was the first thing that popped to mind.
1: <laughs> oh boy.
2: I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, you're not. You are not sorry at all. Uh... See? Let me see if I can find this track, unless I ended up rewriting it, which I probably did, so... Ah. <sighs> oh, well, fuck it, whatever. So, uh, anyhow, I, I'll just go with uh, the last track i was playing before. Fuck it, whatever. I have to tell Winamp2 to, to do an updated scan of files, so... Anywho... See when you go to co- idol concerts there's always people like jumping up and down, you know, shaking their arms with their with their light sticks and so forth. And it, it's really fun. And sometimes some people can be slightly out of rhythm, not in sync and so forth. So, here is something from Saitama University. They're working on an idol concert support system that lets fans and performers interact during the shows. That sounds really cool. It's a two, what, they, what the developers are hoping is that the system can eventually be used at performances with tens of thousands of fans that will help close the of distance between the idols and the audience members and the an increased sense of unity. You know, sort of like how, you know, when they talk to you, how, how you're having a good time and all of that. I think that's pretty cool. Yoshinori Kobayashi, an associate professor of information, science, and technology at this university, developed the system. A sensor in the idol's microphone and an accelerometer in the wristband the idol wears can measure the strength of their voice and movements. That data is wirelessly transmitted to a computer. Then the computer sends a signal to the fans, pen lights light up with varying colors and intensity or vibrate. At concerts for musical groups with multiple members, each fan's pen light could interact with the performance of their favorite member. Saitama University Idol Dance Circle, SKR48, tested the system on a performance on October 28th. A senior member of the group said that the system will create a sense of unity with the audience members compared to other concerts. Fans' pen lights used the system to have accelerometers inside. The developers are planning to add a method for fans for movements to affect the color LED lights on the idol's costumes to complete a two-way system. Which is good, because... I don't know if you know this. I think we may have talked about this pre on a prior episode. When it comes to idol groups, each idol has a specific color to them. So when they're doing their solo or their part of the song or when it's or speaking speaking whatever, you're supposed to light up that color. And to be perfectly honest, I I, I lose track of the various colors and I can't and I can't figure it out. I think it was something like this, you know, when that person steps up, the signal is sent and you know which color to hit or the color will automatically come up. And I I think that's a really cool thing. And then, you know, as you're moving, the light sticks get more into it, more vibrant, more colorful. That, I like that. Uh, So, anywho, let's see what else do we have. Ah, it's time to actually talk about something even more cooler. like Oscar possible Oscar nominations for anime films. Marco, what's up with that?
3: Uh yes, yeah. so um there is always a list submitted for consideration for uh the Academy of Motion Pictures. Um that list is usually voted on and whittled down to just a couple of uh movies that will be nominated fully for your oscar Mm -hmm. Uh, this year in the list of 26 films that have been considered and submitted for the animated feature film uh, there are five anime films Uh, in this corner of the world uh mary and the witch's flower Napping Princess, a uh, Silent Voice, and Sword on Sword Art Online: The Movie, which seems weird that that particular anime series would have a movie in this. Um, there are a maximum of five films that will uh, be receiving a nomination to actually be, you know, fully nominated. Um, The other list, and this is films from all over the place, uh, The Big Bad Fox and Other Tales, Bird Boy, The Forgotten Children, The Boss Baby, The Breadwinner, Captain Underpants, Cars 3, Cinderella the Cat, Coco, Despicable Me 3, The Emoji Movie, which I don't understand since it got such horrible reviews. Mm. Uh, Ethel and Ernest, Ferdinand, which only just came out, The Girl Without Hands, In This Corner of the World, The Lego Batman Movie, The Lego Ninjago Movie, Loving Vincent, Mary and the Witch's Flower, Moomins and the Winter Wonderland, My Entire High School Sinking into the Sea, uh, Napping Princess, A Silent Voice, Smurfs the Lost Village, The Star... Uh, Sword Art Online, and Window Horses, The Poetic Persian Epiphany of Rosie Ming. (laughs) What? So, yeah, um, that's a very large list. And of the ones that I actually know the title of, uh, I can't see any of those actually winning because I don't see why they would be nominated.
1: I I will say this. Yeah, Sorta Online is nominated and wins, we riot.
3: I, I really don't think that's winning over the other movies, but they're like I, I I don't know, I I didn't see Captain Underpants, but I don't know why that would be in there, along with The Boss Baby or Cars Three. There's
1: still animated features.
3: Yeah, but at the same time, it just it, it just sounds like those are the only animated features, so that's oh. why they were nominated, kind of thing.
2: As long as it's not the Emoji movie.
3: I mean, oh, I yeah. enjoyed the hell out of the Lego Batman movie. I can't see it winning an Oscar. But I don't know. I'm not the one that votes on those, so I don't, you know... It's not like they give a shit what I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah, that just sounds like the entire list of everything that came out anime-wise. Or I should say animation-wise. At least here. Okay. Because you've, you've got movies on that list that have barely even hit theaters yet.
1: It's kind of crazy.
3: Yeah, like Ferdinand's only been out for, I think, a week or two. Wait, the that... Star's only been out for a week wait, wait, or two. Wait,
1: wait, 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 stop. Ferdinand's already out?
3: I believe so. I think it came out last week. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase Sunflower.
1: No, it didn't come out yet.
3: Uh oh, December 15th, yeah. So it's not even out yet, and it's already on the list.
1: I don't know why because you can't see it. I don't know. Well, the thing is, you're not going to be able to see Ferdinand anyway if you watch the film, huh? It's voiced by John Cena. Mm. It's just voiced by him,
3: though. You're not actually seeing him. Just because you can't see him does not mean you can't hear him. (laughs) Thus, he can still voice act. True. But yeah, I mean, you're figuring the Oscars aren't out for, you know, at least two or three more months. So this, again, is just a list of every freaking animated feature film that came out.
1: Go on, tell us how you really feel. Meh. Okay. Fine. 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 We'll move along, and we'll get into the fun part of the show. Strange news from Japan.
2: Okay, so who's starting? Um... Can I take the second one?
1: Of course, you could take the second one. I guess I could take the first one. The one party show, we're all trying to decide on who gets what. Nippon TV secretly records Asahi newspaper reporter secretly recording up woman's skirt. Records oh, fuck. Se- record SEPTION? And as Marge Simpson once said, as long as everybody is videotaping everyone else, justice will be done. Wow. A reporter for one of Japan's leading newspapers, the Asahi Shimbun, was arrested for allegedly recording up women's skirts while riding a train on the Yamanote line in Tokyo. According to the police, the suspect, Keisuke Masuda, confessed that I've been doing it for months and I couldn't stop. Back on november seventh, around four thirty PM that day, which was about a week ago, between the Tamachi and Hamamatsucho stations, a passenger noticed Matsuda acting suspiciously and called 110, which is Japan's equivalent to nine one one. Police apprehended the sports reporter and found that a bat, a paper bag he was carrying had a camera facing upward towards the opening, through the opening. A spokesperson for the newspaper said that they are taking the matter very seriously and will deal with it strictly once all the facts are known. Overall, it was a pretty open and shut case, but this matter took a strange turn in the report itself. According to the video, it turns out that the the passenger who called the police was actually a cameraman for NTV, Nippon Television. After noticing the suspect acting oddly, the camera operator did what he did best and began shooting. Well, that's, well, well, evidence upon evidence. When the victim got off the train and the suspect followed her, the cameraman got the authorities involved. He then presumably turned right around and headed back to the office to give his news desk a f- nice, fat, early Christmas present. I hope that guy got one hell of a b- Christmas bonus for that shit. The irony of a reporter for the national newspaper caught voyeuring by a voyeuring cameraman for a national broadcaster was not lost on Twitter commenters. However, a few people felt that there was a little difference between what both men were doing. When well, you voyeur, so to so too may you be voyeur. It's just a fact of life. I wonder if the policeman caught the voyeur who caught the voyeur too. Good, a taste of his own medicine. What a difference the pointing the camera up and pointing it sideways make. The NTV cameraman is the worst selling a secretly recorded video of a fellow voyeur. The NTV guy was probably gearing up to voyeur too, but found something better instead. It's like an Ouroboros kind of thing. Despite some people's misgivings, it's hard to ignore the world of difference between secretly filming a crime in progress to provide evidence and doing it to look at someone's underwear without permission. But the greater lesson to learn here is that nowadays cameras are literally everywhere, from intersections to cars to inside your pocket. This instant exemplifies the mixed blessing that is this situation is, but the best way to roll with it is to carry yourself as if someone is always pointing a camera at you. That's why you always wave the peace sign wherever you go. I don't think the cameraman should have gotten shit for it. He saw what was going on and he recorded it. I think that was evidence. He was doing due diligence. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Marco, what are your thoughts? Um,
3: I'm I'm kind of amused over the entire thing mm. that just it, it just they happened to be across from one another in the first place so for one to be tattling on the other is kind of amusing
1: true but you know i i can see one was like well well he was you know yeah anywho ari what about the these alcoholic beverages that you that you that you enjoy oh so much
2: oh what indeed (laughs) If you're going out to drink in Japan, it's usually a good idea to crunch numbers and see if you should opt in for an all-you-can-drink plan, because prices are usually between 15 and 2500 yen, about 14 to 23 bucks, and with beer and basic cocktails generally running somewhere between 400 and 700 yen a piece, all-you-can-drink can save you a nice chunk of change, if you're feeling particularly thirsty and or festive. There's one more number to consider, though, how long the deal lasts. In general, most all-you-can-drink promotions get you unlimited booze for two hours, so to get your money's worth, you need to be draining your glass at a fairly quickly rate. Unless, of course, you happen to be at this restaurant in Tokyo's Asagaya neighborhood, which offers an unbelievable 24-hour all-you-can-drink deal. <laughs> Yo- Yokotai Yoka- is an iz- izakaya special... well, Japanese-style pub... Specializing in Fuku, Fukuoka-style fare, but the bigger reason to visit is that they'll keep your adult beverages flowing for a full 24 hours. Servants they boast as an industry first. Oh, and if you don't think you can handle a solid 24 hours of drinking, no problem. You can go home, take a nap, come back again. Because tw- the 24 hours of booze you pay for is still in effect even if you leave the restaurant in the middle of the time period. Wow, that is just awesome. Uh, The 24-hour all-you-can-drink plan isn't markedly more expensive than other restaurants' two-hour versions. It's just 2,400 yen, about 22 bucks, and even if that's not cheap for you, every month on the 24th from midnight to 11.59 p.m., the all-you-can-drink plan is just 240 yen, two bucks and change. Less than some varieties of beer cost for a single can at the convenience store. As for the food, Yukatai has a full menu of yakitori chicken and yakitori pork skewers, as well as fuku, fukuoka especially such as ramen and mentaiko, spicy, spicy cod rice, served over rice. Unfortunately, its science says it doesn't take reservations for, you, for the all-you-can-drink plan, meaning you'll have to show up and hope there's an empty seat in order to take advantage of the incredible deal. But with, like, with prices like these, we, can think, we think we can be patient enough for, to show up early and wait for a table to open up. Oh, fuck me, I gotta go hit this up.
1: I have a friend in Japan right now with her husband. I am putting this link on her Facebook as we speak. And I'm just going to be like, do your due diligence. Let's get
2: smashed.
1: Somebody's
2: got it. Honestly, if I was me in there, you'd see me like be like an old like German style pub, like where I'm holding like four beer steins by the handles in one hand each.
1: I don't I, I kind of picture you more just sitting there at the table with that big mug, you know, dressed like in this big old kimono with your hair pulled back and you're just look, looking over at the guy going,
2: <laughs> these South Jersey samurai.
1: Something like that.
2: Like, mm, and just take a swig. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yes, indeed.
1: Alright, Mako-chan.
3: Yes?
1: I guess you could have the last two.
3: Oh, I'm doing the last two, am I?
1: Sure, why not? Because with the last one, you got to prepare yourself.
3: Yeah, I, I, I started reading that very last one and just went,
1: <laughs> um,
3: yeah, but before we get to that, so, um, there is a motivational poster that's out, um, that really isn't motivational. Uh, it's, it's not really motivating at all. So, uh. It, it, it's, it basically is a giant poster on the wall that says, let's all try to go home before 10 at night. Yep. Yeah, th- this is Japan, and basically um, th- there there's a reason why they have a word for death by overwork. Um, there's a reason why it's actually found to be um, impressive and a good thing if you fall asleep at work. Uh, They're they're very much into overworking themselves.
2: Nothing about that sounds pleasing at all. It really isn't.
3: No. Uh, So, Twitter has uh, basically taken some of these posters and uh, twisted them very badly. Um, So one is of a boss and a worker. The boss is just smiling and the worker is excited as hell. And the boss goes, Sorry, I changed everything at the last minute the day before. And the worker goes, That's okay. Um... And then, excuse me, can I go to the bathroom? No. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm not finished yet, but I will get it in on time. That's okay. And then they just get weirder from there. um, About senpais being in love with each other. And all of that fun stuff. And then there are actually blank ones. So, if you would like to uh, make up your own demotivated poster, oh good there, lord, there are blank ones so you can uh, create your own.
2: They made an exploitable out of it.
3: Yeah, uh, it's just um, I, I I I am so just weirded out, and all of that thinking that they're Are people out there that are basically forced to overwork themselves just to, uh, you know, not seem like they're lazy?
1: True. All right, now we get to. the final story of the night.
3: Yeah, I, this one is... Um, so, police name a stray cat is a prime suspect in an attempted murder. Yup. <laughs> uh, investigators believe the furry fiend is the prime suspect in the attempted murder of an 82-year-old woman. The bedridden woman was reportedly found by her daughter bleeding badly from about 20 cuts to her face. Uh, When they found her, blood covered everything above her chin. Her face was soaked in blood. She was treated, uh, she was rushed to the emergency room and treated for what they at first thought were knife wounds. Um, they couldn't find anything to see that, uh, that anything had been broken into. Um, so they finally ended up finding the cat who still had blood on its paws. And taking and analyzing the blood samples, they found that the cat must have scratched the victim. Uh, and unfortunately, the victim is reportedly unable to speak... To add any information into what the hell actually happened. So, yeah. So, a cat is the prime suspect in what police thought was a murder case, or attempted murder case, that turned out to be just a cat scratching the ever-loving fuck out of its owner.
1: So... Looks like that means, uh, Storm and Damien are sleeping outside of the room
2: tonight. Uh, (laughs)
3: no, they love me. It's okay.
2: Sure. That doesn't mean they're not wanting to kill you at one point or another.
3: If anything, Damien would
1: probably suffocate me. That fat fuck. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Which is the method of killing you, so
1: you mm-hmm. would just plop right down and not even realize. Mm. All right. I think we're done.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Alright, we're going to go ahead, play our last tracks, and wrap shit up. Okay. And, um, we'll be back.
0: 考え every night oh i in that only ことか Close, get I'm She I want stars and i Let's do it. This time, this moment, I'm feeling, what I'm I'm
1: That was pretty painless for tonight's episode, and we kind of finished on time, too. <laughs>
2: kind of. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, did y'all see the, the the thing I linked in our staff chat?
2: Yeah, looks interesting.
1: I kind of yeah. need that. And if y'all yeah. see if you see my galley kitchen, it's kind of understandable why I need that. So
3: I actually have been looking for one of those that would fit over my sink.
2: But so would that but do... would that I... one fit over yours?
3: I I don't know. I would have to look um, and because I. I don't want to lose any of the counter space on the left side of my sink, mm. so I don't want it to go like too far over, but yeah, I definitely need one of those just because when there are two people trying to cook in my kitchen, it's just not happening.
1: So in other words, an attack Hold.
3: Yeah, pretty much.
1: So anywho, if you like what you heard, tell a friend and they enter tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So we tell you what we like and don't like. We're just being straight up about it. No bull. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that is podcast at session.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post links to our podcast, uh, anime reviews, um, convention reviews, cosplay tips and tutorials, links to our photos and videos, and other cool stuff. And speaking of podcasts, you can also find our podcast not just on our website, but you can also find on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry Groove, Tween Radio, Google Play, and the Vogue Network forums. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam TV, where we post videos from the conventions we go to, so definitely swing by and check them out. Check out our Twitter page, Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us there for updates on our podcast when we're going live. Links to other cool stuff. Definitely be in the know. Facebook, Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. To everybody that supports us on our social pages, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all of that. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. We could not do this without y'all. And don't forget, we're the, We're not the only geek uh, podcast on VOD Network, so definitely check out these other shows. Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Dog Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, uh, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wild, Ranger Pride, Game Buoy, and Hooked on Bond. I going to go around the room. Last words, Marco.
3: Um, I, I don't want to go to work tomorrow, but
2: I have to.
1: Last words, Ari.
2: <clears throat> Gotta meet my word quota tonight.
1: Okay. Mm. My last words. Um, I am going to open up this awesome gift and then kinda try to get shit ready for this weekend. So we will see what happens. So that is it. Um We're gonna go around the room. Oh, we already did that. So let's see, that's it. Uh we'll be back next week and I'll have my review of Anime NYC and we'll still be here and be on the lookout for our Drunken Christmas Spectacular, um, it'll be fun. I promise you. So I might
3: have to work again and I'm not happy with that. Oh,
1: poor baby. I'm <laughs> upset. I just
3: want to be able to be on here and drink with everybody and not have to deal with a hangover in the morning and work.
1: Well, well pace yourself. No. Yes. This is me. No. I, I know that. That's why I'm telling you. You pace yourself. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Mako. I, I don't know what to tell you. Either you're going to have to go in dry or pace yourself. Either. That's or... what she <laughs> said. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, you're going to be a cranky bitch about it, so you might as well take the path that's going to make you a happier cranky bitch, and that is to pace yourself. And uh, that's what she said. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. I'm out of here. I'm done. You're welcome. Ugh. God damn it, Mako-chan.
2: Uh, never a dull moment with you people, is there? Yeah, I'm Ronma. I'm Ari.
1: And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight.
2: Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody.
3: I love screwing with him. It's so fun. Mm. Uh, say
1: good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan! Good night, Mako-chan. <laughs> 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 good night y'all. Good night.